talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. You know what? We better just start with this one right out of the gates here. We better just go right back to this soundbite because as far as I have seen, John Tester still stands by this statement. Joe Biden, when I've been around him, and that's not every day, but when I've been around him, when I've seen him on the news, he's absolutely 100% with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and he's got his, his, his recall, his, his uh, cognitive ability, whatever you want to call it. I'm yeah. not a doctor, I'm a dirt farmer, but <laughs> he's, he's fine. Yeah. And he's doing a good job. I think folks are making a bigger deal out of it than it is. Man, can you imagine if this was a Republican president and if he was a Republican senator and there was obvious cognitive decline on full display, not just six months ago, but last week? Can you imagine if that press conference that Joe Biden held where he was angrily lashing out at these reporters who were questioning his memory after the special counsel came out in this report saying how Joe Biden faces basically obvious mental issues. In fact, basically what the special counsel said is that Joe Biden is not mentally fit to stand trial. Uh, but yet somehow he's he's fit to be the president of the United States, to be the commander in chief. And, and, and can you imagine if if what we saw took place last week took place with a Republican president? I will guarantee you that every single TV station, every single uh, state, you know, major newspaper in this in this state, they would be demanding responses. They would be tweeting up a storm. They would be going crazy. They would have been going crazy on Twitter last week saying, oh, Senator Steve Daines needs to answer for the president's uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Congressman Zinke, you need to answer for the Don Kay, the chairman of the GOP. You need to answer for do you still think that Joe Biden is doing a good job? How can you say that the president uh, is fit to serve if he's not fit to stand trial? Can you imagine the outrage that would have been out there in in the liberal media mob in Montana? But no, 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 I I haven't seen anything. Have you guys seen anything? Have you seen one uh, so-called reporter here in Montana even ask the question? Maybe, maybe somebody actually did. Now, now they'd probably quickly get blackballed by uh, liberal Senator John Tester and all of a sudden wouldn't, wouldn't uh, be getting interviews and wouldn't be getting called back. But who cares? You don't need him. He needs you more than more than you need him anyway. But I just wonder, is it did anybody see any reporter in the Montana media even dare to ask the question of liberal Senator John Tester? Senator Tester, do you still stand by this? Joe Biden, when I've been around him and that's not every day, but when I've been around him, when I've seen him on the news, he's absolutely 100% with it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and he's got his, his, his recall, his, his uh, cognitive ability, whatever you want to call it. I'm yeah. not a doctor, I'm a dirt farmer, but <laughs> he's, he's fine. And he's doing a good job. I think folks are making a bigger deal out of it than it is. And look at the mess that our country is in right now on the brink of World War III, wide open uh, southern border invasion taking place because of Joe Biden and John Tester. Now, that soundbite makes you wonder if John Tester's got his wits about him. Oh, he's got his wits about him. He's just a liar. He's a crook. He's corrupt. That's John Tester for you. Securing America. Debate continues on Capitol Hill about America's role in the Middle East conflict between Hamas and Israel and the continuing attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria and merchant ships in the Red Sea by Iranian-backed proxies. Speaking on Fox News Sunday... 
Washington Democratic Congressman Adam Smith gave President Biden credit for his decisions. He has struck back against the militias in Iraq, in Syria, and in Yemen that threaten U.S. forces in a way to degrade their capabilities without spreading the war. However, some Republicans think the president is just doing okay and is trying to thread too fine a needle, especially when it comes to Israel. Republican Congressman Clay Higgins of Louisiana spoke to the Fox News rundown. We should just stand by them essentially and say, uh, yes, sir. We are, we are with Israel. Higgins says just doing okay in an international crisis leaves too much room for failure. Kevin Uresky, Fox News. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Man, I'll tell you what, some of you who uh, maybe don't follow the news that closely or you took uh, advantage of the weekend to just tune out the news, uh, or maybe some of you that listen to us on our podcast. So uh, we got a lot of folks listening live right now, of course. Uh, here on Montana Talks, you know, starting at 6 a.m. on 1450 KMMS Bozeman and then 970 KBUL Billings. And then, of course, our friends from Kalispell and Great Falls jump in in the 8 o'clock hour. And then the 9 o'clock hour, the rest of the state jumps in uh, from uh, Plentywood, Malta, on down to Lewistown, over to Glendive, over to Missoula, you name it. But but some of you, you know, we got great app listeners across the state and then uh, elsewhere across the country. So, so maybe you aren't, you know, necessarily watching all the back and forth headlines all weekend long and, and then throughout Friday. And maybe you don't sign up for our notifications on our Montana Talks app. So I, it's kind of funny to think about, man, if, if you were listening to our show on Friday on the podcast and then, you know, you, you finish up with the nine o'clock hour on Friday, you heard the big breaking news Friday morning. And then now you're just kind of tuning into the news and you're just tuning into the the Monday morning 6 a.m. podcast. Man, you missed a lot. Uh, So, okay, so, of course, Friday morning we were broadcasting live from the Gate Show in Glendive and, you know, talking with a bunch of great folks, you know, taking the show out on the road. It's the Glendive Agri-Trade Expo. So we're talking agriculture. Our friend Tim from Savage came down and sidekicked us uh, sidekicked with us for most of the morning so that was a great time a, a freedom friday special uh with with tim uh, from savage and and then we uh we shared the breaking news thankfully uh, uh greg and billings had sent me a uh, tweet uh from congressman uh, matt rosendale's campaign uh and and so we we told you the breaking news friday morning that uh congressman matt rosendale officially filed and is running uh, for the U.S. Senate again. So that means his House seat is going to uh, break completely wide open. And and so, you know, the, the dozen or so people who have who have told me that they're looking or at running for that he- House seat or have already announced that, yes, they are running for that House seat. Well, that's that's game on there, fully wide open. So. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to uh, that's going to be, uh, you know, a big race for that eastern uh congressional district uh in the republican primary it's such a safe republican district that's why so many people want to run for that seat because the, the the thinking is that well whoever wins the republican primary is is very likely to win the general uh election as well so uh so that opens that up and then and then of course we wrap up the, the show and then just a few hours later so i stopped for lunch 
in Fallon. You know, I, I stuck around for you know for lunchtime and everything at the uh, at the Gate Show in Glendive, and and joined our folks on the local radio station for their continuing coverage and, and everything. Then I stop in Fallon and uh, have some lunch, and uh, you know, and I'm just sitting there, you know, waiting for my friends to arrive, and then all of a sudden I'm looking through the news, and I was like, oh my goodness. Wow, we just got uh, even bigger news. Uh, so, so we we broke the news in in the nine o'clock hour that Congressman Rosendale was going to jump into the U.S. Senate race, and then, like four hours later, a massive bombshell: President Donald J. Trump announced that he's endorsing Navy SEAL veteran and Republican U.S. Senate candidate Tim Sheehy. Here's what President Trump had to say: full remarks on Truth Social. Uh, he had nice things to say about Congressman Rosendale, but he basically just says that Tim Sheehy is the candidate who can win, who can defeat John Tester. President Trump saying this on Truth Social, I love Montana. Tim Sheehy is an American hero and highly successful businessman from the great state of Montana. He is strongly supported by our incredible chairman of the NRSC, Steve Daines, and many other patriotic senators and Republicans who have endorsed our campaign to make America great again. President Trump saying, I also respect Matt Rosendale and was very happy to endorse him in the past and will endorse him again in the future should he decide to change course and run for his congressional seat. But in this instant, Tim is the candidate who is currently best positioned to defeat lazy John Tester, and regain the Republican majority in the United States Senate. Tim is a political outsider, strong on the border, the military, vets, and are constantly under siege Second Amendment. He will stand tall in the fight against the radical left Democrats who are destroying our country. Also, he is far more likely to defeat Lazy John. <laughs> America First Patriot Tim Sheehy has my complete and total endorsement. That's the uh, full statement via Truth Social uh, from uh, President Donald J. Trump. I've got that on our Montana Talks website for you uh, right now. Uh, all right, let's see. Before we get to our first break, let's sneak in a phone call. Steve in Ballantyne, great to hear from you. Morning, Aaron. Morning. Uh, okay, after last week's little, well, whatever, the, the, the announcement that he's so proud that they're not going to prosecute him for having him documents because he willingly handed them all over when he found out that his staff members had placed all these documents around the country. And he says, Mr. Trump, he held back, and that's why they're going to prosecute him because he wouldn't turn over his documents and all this. Now, all i got to tell people, and I'm telling you, Aaron, I heard it only the one time. But after they raided Mar-a-Lago, Donald Jr. got on the news, and he said, we will show the video at the right time. I remember you, because they, I remember you making that point, yeah. Because would, why would they want to turn the video off? Really think about it. Why would you go in there and say, hey, turn off all the video? Why would you want to do that unless you really planned on doing something a little under the covers? You know, yeah. if, there, if there was something nefarious going on, they wanted that video machines turned off so they could get in there and do what they wanted to do, and that is to take and frame Trump. So I'm telling you, if it all holds out and, and It'll they be interesting to try when to they finally roll out that video, won't it? Good Monday morning. It's time for the Daybreak Ag Report on the Western Ag Network. I'm Lane Nordblond. 
USDA's Economic Research Service is forecasting that farm income will decrease by 25% in 2024. American Farm Bureau economist Danny Munch discusses what the report says about the farm economy. And the latest report anticipates a decrease from 2023 numbers of $155 billion to $116 billion in 2024. That's a $40 billion or 25% drop year over year and the largest recorded year-to-year dollar decrease in net farm income on record. He says there are two main drivers behind the income drop. A $21 billion expected decline in cash receipts. So what farmers are receiving price-wise for their crops and livestock and a $17 billion increase in production expenses, reaching a record level of $455 billion spent on production expenses expected for 2024. 2023 didn't set this new year up very well on the export front either with total bulk commodity exports down 23% last year. USDA economist Bart Kenner. Exports of wheat for 2023 calendar year were $6.1 billion, down 27% from last year. Corn exports were $13.1 billion, down 29% from last year. Soybean exports were $27.9 billion, down 19% from last year. And cotton exports were $6 billion, down 33% from last year. And Russia continues to dominate the world wheat front with cheap prices and plenty of wheat to go around. We'll be right back. Montana Farmers Union will be at the Mate and Billings to discuss great opportunities for our rural communities. MFU just launched our 2024 Scholastic Scholarships and Rural Community Grants. We are a leader in supporting Montana's 4-H and FFA programs across the state. And our Women's Conference brings in leading speakers. Montana Farmers Union, supporting family farms for today and the next generation. Energy costs in Montana have nearly doubled in the past four years. Hi, this is Randy Brown with Purelight Power. Don't be at the mercy of a utility company and you can go solar and own your own power. PureLight is a local company that sources, designs, and installs solar energy systems, even for farms and ranches. To set up a no-cost, no-obligation consultation to see if you qualify for zero down and up to a $35,000 tax credit, call me at 406-694-4949. That's 406-694-4949. Several agriculture associations, including the American Farm Bureau, are urging the EPA to permit farmers to use their current stocks of dicamba herbicides. This comes after a federal court invalidated the registrations of three dicamba products for over-the-top use. The groups argue that this decision has created confusion and financial risks for farmers, emphasizing the importance of dicamba for weed control, especially in regions with herbicide-resistant weeds. They urge the EPA to issue clarity on existing stocks and to appeal the court's decision. Additionally, they highlight the time-sensitive nature of agriculture supply chains and potential chaos if farmers are unable to use dicamba as planned. The National Cotton Council has also requested EPA's actions to mitigate economic damage for cotton growers. The American Farm Bureau Federation emphasized the financial burden on farmers who have already invested in dicamba-resistant products. For the current growing season, saying the early order window is vital so that agriculture supply chains have time to provide inputs for hundreds of millions of acres. 
That's a look at our headlines here on this Monday. For the Western Ag Network, I'm Lane North Blonde. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, I'm still getting organized with my show prep here, but luckily I, I left myself a little note. Give credit where credit is due. Uh, the New York Times and the AP called it. I, you know, I'm going to do that. I, 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 I specifically, you know, last week I said something. I, I said, wait a minute, we got conflicting reports here. We've got... We've got the New York Times and the AP saying, hey, no, this is happening. And we've talked with, with, with three Republicans close to the congressman who've told us it's happening. His mind's made up. But then we had this report from somebody else. And, and it wasn't the reporter's fault here. The reporter was just sharing what he heard from the official spokesperson for the congressman saying, no, he hasn't made his mind up yet. No, 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 we don't know. Well, uh, the New York Times and the Associated Press called it. I, and last week I was saying, hey, somebody's somebody's not telling the truth here. Uh, anyway, I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. But, you know, I, I was I was fully prepared this Monday morning. You know me. I was fully prepared to be like, ah, the New York Times and the AP, they got busted with fake news again. No, actually, they called it. They got it right. So if we're going to call them out when they get it wrong and then refuse to admit that they got it wrong, let's, let's uh, give them credit when they got it right. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll tell you more about that backstory here in just a second. But since we just heard the farm and ranch report from our friend Lane Nordland, Fox News uh, was talking about a story that actually Lane Nordland had shared this uh, probably a couple weeks ago in that Western Ag Network update. But uh, even uh, Fox News covering this big story about the numbers, uh, where's the beef? Uh, here's the report. A new USDA report says that the inventory of beef cattle nationwide has dropped to its lowest number in 70 years. I'm speaking to Alan Adams, who runs the Adams Family Farm that has been going strong for seven generations. Now tell us about how the decrease in inventory is affecting how much you have to pay per head. Well, we buy them on auction. And so there's lots of people that want them, and obviously if there's fewer cattle, the price goes up. And so we've already, just in one year, we our costs have gone up over $300 per head. And so that cattle inventory report says that it's going to continue to go up, and sadly that's probably going to be translated into consumers' uh pocketbooks when they go to buy beef. Now, we've already seen the prices of beef and veal increase almost 9%. In Sandwich, Illinois, Kelly Saberi, Fox Business. All right. Yeah, the uh, nationwide beef cattle inventory has fallen 2% from a year ago to 28.2 million, according to the Ag Department. And uh, that was uh, that was the story that, that Lane and crew had reported a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, lowest inventory, I think in what was it, 80 years Basically, and, and I was I was actually chatting with uh, Lane on the way to the Gate Show in Glendive on Friday, and, and he put it in perspective. The only reason these are the lowest numbers in 80 years is because that's as far back as the record-keeping actually goes. So it's kind of like the weather. It's like, well, man, we only have weather data that goes back maybe 100 years or so, a little more in some instances, a little less in others. So, uh, yeah, big story. Celebrity pastor Joel Osteen speaking out after a woman in a trench coat opened fire at his Lakewood megachurch yesterday. We're going to stay strong. We're going to continue to, to move forward. And there are forces of evil, but 
the, the forces that are for us, the forces of God are stronger than that. So we're going to keep going strong and just, uh, you know, doing what God's called us to do, lift people up and give hope to the world. The suspect was killed by two security guards. Two people were hurt, including a five-year-old boy who accompanied the shooter. No word on a motive. Cupid sending in some stormy weather ahead of Valentine's Day. A significant winter storm is bringing snow over parts of the central plains and severe weather for the southeast and Gulf Coast. This system will then blast up the east coast, bringing what looks to be the biggest snowmaker for New York City in years. That's Fox Senior Meteorologist Janice Dean. America is listening to Fox News. Let's give credit where credit is due. Uh, you know, you look at like outfits like the New York Times and, and others. They ran with hoax after hoax after hoax, pushed propaganda after propaganda after propaganda, Russia, Russia, Russia. And then after it blows up in their face, they just move on to the next fake news story. Uh, but that being said, I, I, I want to give them credit because they got it right. So last week I was telling you how, you know, there was a story in the New York Times. They were quoting three Republicans uh, close to anonymous, uh, three Republicans close to uh, Congressman Matt Rosendale saying, oh, yeah, he's going to announce that he's running for the Senate and he's going to do it at the GOP's winter kickoff event that took place. Kind of like a, a GOP convention in a way. It was just their winter kickoff event, though. Uh, yeah, he's going to do it at the winter kickoff event uh, over the weekend. And then uh, and then the Associated Press basically said, yeah, it's happening. And and then you had another report. Uh, I think this was a Bradley Warren with Wake Up Montana, and and Bradley, you know, he he wasn't the one, you know, putting out wrong information here. He was just, you know, reaching out to official spokes uh, folks, <laughs> spokes uh, to the official spokesperson for Congressman Rosendale, and the spokesperson said, "Oh no, no, he hasn't made up his mind yet." Yeah, no, 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 we don't. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, well, the New York Times and the, apparently the Associated Press said he had his mind made up, and uh, it sounds like they were right. Although, technically, you could say, well, okay, he didn't do it at the winter kickoff. He did it uh, on Friday morning uh, instead uh, and uh, made the announcement as he was uh, doing the official filing at the Montana Secretary of State's office. But, yeah, either way, uh, that eastern Montana House seat is open. Uh, and as uh, C Congressman uh, Matt Rosendale uh, announces that he's running for the Senate again, you remember he was the candidate against John Tester back in 2018. But but then just a few hours later, President Donald uh, Trump came out with a big endorsement endorsing Navy SEAL veteran Tim Sheehy. You know what I thought was one of the most interesting lines in Trump's endorsement of Tim Sheehy here was was this. Trump says this. He says, let's see, he says... I also respect Matt Rosendale and was very happy to endorse him in the past and will endorse him again in the future should he decide to change course and run for his congressional seat. Now, that that line's very interesting here because President Trump also via Truth Social, and if you go to our Montana Talks website, you can see the, the polling data, you can see the fundraising numbers. So Tim Sheehy has raised millions of dollars in his effort to go after liberal Senator John Tester. Congressman Rosendale did, didn't even raise $100,000. Meanwhile, John Tester's raising millions and millions and millions. And so, so the point that Trump is making here is, is, is Matt's not raising any money, and he released polling from his own pollster, Fabrizio, showing Tim Sheehy with what? Like a, is it a 24% lead over Rosendale in a potential primary? So what Trump is basically saying is what a lot of Matt's friends have been saying, which is, Matt, stay in the House. 
uh, but you're likely to run for the Senate and then lose, and then you're out of Congress altogether here. So I wonder, would he change before the filing deadline? This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, I think that's the question a lot of people are wondering. I, I, I was trying to make the quick point there before the hard break that we just came uh, came out of there. But I think a lot of people are wondering, hey, especially a lot of, uh, of Matt Rosendale's friends that wanted him to stay in the House, uh, that don't want him to, to run again for the Senate, that say, hey, stay in the House, stay in the fight there. I, I think they're hopeful that, that this Trump endorsement of Navy SEAL veteran Tim Sheehy not only will help will help the Republicans finally defeat liberal Senator John Tester once and for all, but I think they're hopeful that it'll that it'll that it'll, you know, encourage uh, Matt to stay in the House. Now some of you might be saying, Yeah, but he announced he's running for the Senate on Friday. He filed the paperwork. He filed uh, to run for the Senate. Yeah, but remember the filing deadline isn't until isn't until March. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. In fact, I I, I need to send a note over to the uh, Secretary of State's office just to confirm this. But I mean, okay, so yeah, he filed to run for the Senate on Friday. But uh, but in reality, like if you if you keep going for another. Uh, another month here and you realize like man the the finances aren't coming in the support just isn't out there uh and but you you could stay in the house and potentially likely win the seat in the house you know especially now when you've got president trump weighing in i mean trump is such a major factor here in montana i mean i've said it before the, the Montana Republican Party would not have gotten the red wave they got in 2016. They would have not gotten the red wave they got in 2020 to finally take back the state of Montana, uh, take back the governor's office, uh, win a attorney general. They, they won practically every office uh, you, you could win in Montana in 2020. And, and I fully believe, yeah, did they, did they have good candidates? Yes. But it's ultimately Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump has solidified the GOP as the working class party. And Great Falls, Montana, I, I've said this before. Again, Great Falls at one time was a Democrat Party stronghold. But now it's become reliably red. They, the Republican legislators won every seat in Great Falls. And that was unheard of just a few years ago. And, and again, I would credit Donald J. Trump. And I think part of the reason why why Republicans nationally didn't do as well in the midterm elections or in the recent Virginia elections is because Donald J. Trump was not on the ballot. And with Donald J. Trump on the ballot, I hope that that helps Republicans once again here. That, remember, in 2018, John Tester did not have a Donald J. Trump actually on the ballot. But Trump did come here and hold several rallies. And I think that election would not have been as close as it was without Donald J. Trump's help. And so I think this this Trump endorsement, endorsing Tim Sheehy, was was massive. Now, in the meantime, uh, Congressman Rosendale is saying, no, he's staying in the race and is kind of uh, remaining defiant, saying he's going to run anyway. He says he still loves President Trump, but he is going to stay in the Senate race. But that could change. And now correct me if I'm wrong, but if, if somebody says, yeah, you know, I filed for the Senate last Friday, but you know what, I'm actually now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch and I'm going to file back to run for the U.S. House. He could very well do that. In fact, some of his friends are, are hopeful that uh, President Trump's endorsement in the Senate race might encourage him to still, 
to still revisit that. In fact, that's why I, th- I thought this line in the True Social post from uh, Trump's endorsement was was so key here. Uh, but but now, of course, you've got several Republican congressional candidates for that Eastern District that are already now, if they didn't already hit the ground running, boy, they've opened up the barn doors and they're uh, and they're out running right now. Right. If maybe they were holding back on fundraising before uh, now, they're not going to be holding back on, on fundraising. Uh, and so so the question is, is, OK, let's say let's say, you know, Rosendale gives it a, a, some time to see if if now that he's officially declared a Senate run, if if somehow the funds that he wasn't raising before will now miraculously come in or maybe he's hoping to just benefit from the millions of dollars that the Democrats are spending to attack Tim Sheehy. Maybe he's hoping he can kind of ride that wave and the Democrats can attack Sheehy for him in the primary. Uh, uh, But again, how does that play out when the the ultimate fight is to take out liberal Senator John Tester? So anyway, that was that was the big news uh, that came out Friday and then uh, further developed over the weekend. Uh, Let's see. Let's get into some other stories here this morning. Um, Very big story. NBC News, I had a lot of people sending this one to me over the weekend. NBC News did a big story uh, about the Mexican drug cartels and how they are targeting our Indian reservations here in Montana. And they open up this report for NBC News by focusing on a a Mexican drug cartel operative with the Sinaloa cartel who walked across our southern border and headed straight for where? Montana. And and why did he head straight for Montana? Because you can make a lot more money off your drugs here in Montana than you can make off of your drugs down in California or Texas or anywhere else for that matter. And so anyway, NBC News did this big story and, and it was actually a very good report by NBC News where they put the national spotlight on the Mexican drug cartels and how they are targeting our Indian reservations here in Montana in particular. Uh, here's the headline, Mexican drug cartels are targeting America's last best place. And then the subheadline under that, cartel associates have flooded Montana with fentanyl and meth and also set up operations on Indian reservations where law enforcement is scarce. Now, I've got the full video of that NBC News report on our Montana Talks website right now, but but uh, here, here's the deal. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to see NBC News finally put the national spotlight on something we've been talking about for years. In fact, I, I went back and looked. Um, they interviewed Stacy Zinn. Stacy Zinn uh, was the head of the DEA here in Montana. She's one of the uh, congressional candidates, by the way, in that eastern congressional seat, along with uh, with several others. Uh, but uh, she, Stacy Zinn, was the head of the DEA at the time. I, and I, I first did a story about her on our Montana Talks website back in 2021, so about three years ago. And one of my first stories with her was about, you know, the drugs that are coming in because of our wide open southern border. But I think it was the report last May. I did an interview with Stacy Zinn, who was the head of the DEA at the time. And uh, and she uh, anyway. And so she was detailing. Yeah, exactly what this NBC News report is now putting the spotlight on. She was detailing how the Mexican drug cartels. We're going out to our reservations, trying to marry local girls or, you know, uh, you know, hook up with local girls so they could further infiltrate these communities. And then they were they were they were basically getting local uh, local folks on the reservations hooked on these drugs. 
and then and then you know luring them into their cartel operative drug rings and so yeah the mexican drug cartels deliberately targeting our reservation communities and now this is finally getting the national spotlight from NBC News. I, I remember, man, for the last three years as I've been talking about our wide open southern border and we've been talking about how our uh, Indian reservations are deliberately being targeted by these cartel operatives. And they're coming here because of John Tester and Joe Biden's wide open southern borders. And the Democrats on Twitter would just scoff. Oh, come on. And they would downplay it. But now NBC News putting the national spotlight on it. Now, I've been told by one of the sources here in this in this report that there was interviewed uh, heavily in this NBC News piece that that apparently the the reason NBC News did this story was because they saw my report. They heard our interview with uh, uh, with Stacey Zinn from back uh, last May, I think it was so. Anyway, now, of course, NBC News didn't want to give any credit to, you know, a little old radio show back here in Montana, which is kind of funny because I don't know if I play a soundbite or if I read from a NBC News report. I'll say, oh, according to NBC News, heck, if I saw something funny on Twitter, I'll say, well, according to oil fueled rando or according to private joker. Or according to Tim from Savage, or I, I really try to give credit where credit is due. I don't know. It's just something that I heard about in in uh, uh, the school of journalism. But apparently, that's it's not expected anymore in journalism to actually give credit where credit's due. But at the end of the day, hey, you know what? I really don't care because I'm just glad that NBC News is finally putting the national spotlight on this treasonous invasion on our southern border and the on the ground impacts that we're seeing right here in Montana. And so it's like the old Ronald Reagan quote. Which is imagine what you can accomplish if you don't mind who gets the credit for it. But I am more than happy to give credit where credit is due every single time. Uh, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Hey, um, speaking of giving credit where credit is due, I, I want to credit QC Kinetics uh, for, for offering up a free consultation. That's right, a free consultation. You don't have to pay before you find out what the deal is. Uh, if you're somebody who's been struggling with pain, pain in your knees, pain in your hips, pain in your back, you know, pain in your joints, and you know, you're trying to avoid surgery, you're trying to avoid painkillers so you don't get hooked on those, big part of the opioid crisis, by the way. But man, you'd love it if there was some natural treatment solution. Well, that's what QC Kinetics offers, a natural treatment solution where they take the healing agents that are already in your body, put them directly into those achy joints. And yes, I'll say it again, they have a free consultation waiting for you. You just got to give them a call. 406-201-6263, QC Kinetics, 406-201-6263. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Our lady of what? You're the president of the United States. You have the nuclear football with you at all times. You know, the, this country has geopolitical foes that are reading this report and, and they are plotting and planning and scheming and they're going to be making decisions based on what they're reading here. You know, ask yourself, is Joe Biden equipped to drive your kids to school? Would you hire, if you're looking for somebody to safely drive your children to school, would you pick Joe Biden? Is, am I right that Joe Biden's not capable of being a Walmart greeter or a Target greeter? How does he remember in a superstore where all the departments are? I don't think he'd be up to the job. I just don't believe it. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today right here.
Hey, you can give your home a new look with premium custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. And right now, you can save up to 45%. Now, choose from their Roman and woven wood shades, shutters, motorized options, and much more. And it's all 100% online, the better way to shop. And that means no showroom markups, no pushy commission salespeople in your home. You can do the measuring or installation yourself or just let Blinds.com handle it for you. There's just one low installation cost, even if you buy multiple window treatments. And with Blinds.com, you get design experts that can help you pick the best styles. That's free. They'll even give you free premium samples. That's fast and free. And with Blinds.com, they give you an upfront quote that you can trust online, no hidden fees. And with Blinds.com, you get free shipping and, of course, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not happy, they will make it right. Go to Blinds.com right now. Save up to 45%. That's right, 45% off for a limited time when you go to Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 944, Renewal by Anderson of Montana. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Springs Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Taking your calls live, 406-294-0970. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we do have the phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970. Got a bunch of messages that have come in on our montana talks app so let's uh, let's try to get to as many of those as we can here as well uh did you guys see the babylon bee man the babylon bee just had a whole series of hilarious content that they were sharing the satirical uh, website of course the babylon bee democrats say it'll take a lot more than eyewitness testimony bank records audio video complete compa- complete confessions for them to believe Biden did anything wrong. Yeah, like how much more evidence do they need, right? Yeah, we're going to need a lot more evidence than eyewitness testimony, bank records, audio, video, complete confessions before they believe that Biden did anything wrong. Tim and Savage, instead of a softball interview, Grandpa Joe releases a video rant over the size of ice cream and potato chip containers. Welcome to Bidenomics, Brandon. Yeah, that's exactly right. Joe Biden virtue signaling. Oh, look at they're they're ripping you off, man. They're they're putting fewer chips in the bag and fewer ice cream in the bucket. Well, yeah, of course they are, Joe. Because of you. You did that, Joe. Your policies, your spending did that. That's how they're that's how they're responding to the Biden inflation. They're 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 making the bag look the same size, but they're putting fewer chips in there. Joe, that's that's your bag of chips, buddy. All that in a bag of chips because of you. Light brows in Harden messaged us. Let's face the facts. Democrats hate America. They say there are four minorities, but they had the KKK. They had the Jim Crow laws. They had segregation. And more recently, they're pushing the LGBTQIA agenda. Joe Biden is running the country. All they have done since the Civil War is gaslight the American public and try to destroy this country. I want to know who the 30 percent that support them are so I know who the anti-Americans are. I don't know, Light Bros. I kind of think they're easy to spot. (laughs) I think they're pretty easy to spot. This is Obama's third term as president. Everything that party says is a lie. That was from Light Bros. in Hardin. Uh, Anton in Billings 
you know, I, I started off the six o'clock hour by playing the, the audio of John Tester saying what a great job Joe Biden is doing and how Joe Biden is 100 percent with it. Anyway, Anton says this. Now a commercial should be made of Senator Tester claiming that President Biden is at the top of his game. Switch to a montage of Biden's famous gaffes. That's a great idea, Anton. Yeah, just have a montage of Joe Biden's gaffes and then have the video of uh, of John Tester, you know, saying what a great job he's doing and how he is 100% with it. Uh, Evan and Belt sent us this message. Yeah, I haven't even mentioned the Super Bowl yet. I don't know. I didn't really care about the Super Bowl. I mean, I was kind of, I was writing stories for our Montana Talks website. I was prepping for the show today. So I was kind of listening to the Super Bowl in the background. I'd kind of watch a little bit, not watch. I don't know. We got a guest that's going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour talking about some of the uh, Super Bowl commercials and things like that. But I, I didn't really watch it. Uh, now, unpopular, probably an unpopular opinion here in Montana, but I actually thought the Usher halftime show was great. Uh, but, you know, I'm a 90s kid, so so I kind of grew up listening to Usher for the last, uh, you know, 20, 30 plus years. So uh, so I I really enjoyed the Usher halftime show. It was kind of like, you know, step show meets roller derby meets Howard homecoming. I, I thought it, I thought it was cool. But uh, but that's just me. That's the 90s kid for you. Evan and Belt says this. I didn't watch the game. And at this hour, I have no idea who won. He sent this at about 9.30 last night. Earlier this evening, his wife, an educator of 35 years, heard from another educator who brought this up. Imagine a world where professional athletes had to buy their own footballs and educators got silver trophies, diamond rings, and lucrative endorsement deals for doing a good job. Never looked at it like that before, but it's a damn good point. That was from Evan in Belt. Yeah, the, the celebrity worship was uh, just just gets old, doesn't it? Just this worship of, of Taylor Swift and the celebrity uh, stuff. Hey, Jimmy Fallon, what a great guy. He's got his own Saturday night show on Fox News. He went from being a New York City cab driver to a stand-up comedian to now having his own show on Fox News. And he's going to be here in Montana coming up later this spring. Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. I got a chance to catch up with Jimmy Fallon. He's also got a new book coming out right now, Cancel Culture Dictionary. Full audio of my chat with Jimmy Fallon and much more. Go to MontanaTalks.com.